the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. They hear, they understand, they know what God expects them to do, but they don't do it. This message of do what it says is the theme of the writing of James. Put into practice what you believe. A very important thought to ponder as we begin a new uh, week of programming here on Study Verse by Verse with Pastor Leighton Sheely. He's still in the book of James. I'm Mike Trout. So glad you've joined us. As we continue, actually in the first chapter, we've been here for (laughs) a number of weeks. Pastor Layton is like that as he really takes us very meticulously through the Word of God. The church is on the web at highlands.us. I'll talk a little bit more about all the activities happening when we get down to the end of the program. Here's Pastor Layton. True believers should not be easily angered, short-tempered, or have a short fuse. For the anger of man does not produce the righteousness of God. Now the word righteousness here does not have a definitive article in the original language and it's not talking about the righteousness that is related to salvation. He's writing to people who are already saved. What he's writing about here is practical righteousness. It's living out righteousness in our lives. So to be slow to speak, slow to anger, quick to listen is always a good policy for life. And if we do this, we will be wise. Verse 21, Therefore put away all filthiness and rampant wickedness, and receive with meekness the implanted word which is able to save your soul. There was an old Scottish preacher, I am told, that said, Sin will keep you from the Bible, or the Bible will keep you from sin. Sin will keep you from the Bible, or the Bible will keep you from sin. Therefore, put away all filthiness and rampant wickedness. Put away all sin. And the the word there for put away is used to to describe somebody stripping off their clothes. And it's used elsewhere in the New Testament in that fashion. It's to just throw away those soiled garments. And there's an, an interesting connection here, too, because a variation of the word, if used in a medical sense... Uh, refers to the wax that builds up in the ear that impedes our ability to hear. And so what James might be saying is get your ears cleared out so you can actually hear the Word of God. Get that sin out of your life that impedes you from hearing the Word of God so that you can receive with meekness the implanted Word. The word implanted has two possible meanings, two general meanings. One is a sense of being innate, as distinct from acquired, such as uh, is used to describe our conscience. It's something we are born with, and there's an instinctive knowledge of good and evil that's put within us unless we sear our conscience. Uh, But it can also refer to that which is implanted, like a seed is implanted in the ground, or the seed of truth is implanted in our hearts and our lives. And in this sense, it may be related to the parable of the sower that Jesus taught in Matthew chapter 13. You remember that there were different kinds of soils, 
but only one good soil in which the seed grew up. And we, we, what he's saying is, is we need to be that soil where the, the word of truth, the word of God is welcomed and received and grows. And it's possible that by doing this that James is, is telling us that we, the truth of God comes from two sources. It comes from that which is inside of us, this, uh, this conscience that God has built into us, and then also with the presence of the Holy Spirit, but also from outside of us as well with the Word of God and the preaching of the Word of God. And then it says to receive the Word with meekness. Receive is a command. It is a must. And with it is a sense of urgency. There must be a sense of urgency with which we receive the Word of God. If the Word of God speaks today, we do it today. There's an urgency about receiving the Word of God. And and it was used to describe the Bereans in Acts chapter 17. When Paul came and started teaching, they kept going back to the Word of God to check and make sure that what Paul was telling them was in alignment with the Word of God. And I think that's one of the reasons why we don't have a letter in the New Testament addressed to the Bereans. Uh, We do have one uh, addressed to the Galatians, and it starts off with, who has bewitched you? And we have one to the Corinthians, because that church was in really bad shape, but we don't have one to the Bereans because they were filled with the Word of God. They received the Word of God with a sense of urgency and with a sense of meekness. Meekness means having a teachable spirit, that we subject ourselves intentionally to the Word of God, and we do what it says and the way it says for us to do it, rather than trying to find some compromise or some way to twist Scripture or to change its meaning. And it's only in such a spirit that can one receive God's truth, which is able to save your souls. Now, that phrase, able to save your souls, remember again that James is writing to people who are already saved. So what is he speaking of here? Well, remember that uh, salvation is an event, but it's also a process as well. It's an event because there was a point at which we chose Jesus Christ as our Savior and Lord. That's an event. But there's also a process involved. So we can say that I have been saved at that point at which I received Jesus Christ as my Savior and Lord. I am being saved, which is the process of sanctification as the Holy Spirit works in us day by day to transform us more and more into the image of Jesus Christ. And I shall be saved when I stand before God on Judgment Day, clothed in the righteousness of Christ. I have been saved. I am being saved. I will be saved. And I think James is talking about this I am being saved part, the sanctification that takes place when we are in God's Word, and God's Word is in us. Verse 22, But be doers of the Word, and not hearers only, deceiving yourselves. For if anyone is a hearer of the Word and not a doer, he is like a man who looks intently at his natural face in a mirror. For he looks at himself, and goes away, and at once forgets what he was like. What he was like. So he uses the word but here to indicate that merely hearing the Word of God is not enough, that it must be followed by active obedience. And he describes it from both positive and negative aspects. Positively, he says, be doers of the word, and negatively, not hearers only. And that word doers, by the way, is in the present continuous tense, which means it is an ongoing process that we should be continually 
being doers of the word. Now, the word of God is unique. There's different kinds of books in the world. You can go out to a bookstore and get all kinds of books, literature, history, and so on. But the word of God is unique because it is the word of God. And therefore, it carries the authority of God. And it needs to not only be listened to, but also responded to as well. And James here gives us a picture of a man who goes to a church meeting and he listens to the preaching and the expounding of the word, and, and, he, and he thinks that just because he has listened, that makes him a Christian. And he's completely closed off to the notion that he's supposed to apply what he's been taught to his daily living. And, and you know, there are some people today that are convinced they're Christians. Why? Because they show up for church and listen to the preacher. Do they ever take that and apply it to their life? No, but that's their concept of Christianity. James says such a person is, is like one who looks in a mirror and when you look in a mirror, you see the hairs out of place and there's that thing that's on your face that shouldn't be there. And, and, and there's a call for action. Something needs to happen. Pull out the comb or something. Something needs to change. But that person never does anything about it. Simply goes on continuing in that state of imperfection. And after a while, they forget about it. And the, the word here in the Greek doesn't describe a glance. It describes careful observation, that they have carefully looked at themselves in the mirror, that they have carefully studied the Scripture, not, not just for momentarily, but, but, but attentively. And, it, and they, they hear, they understand, they know what God expects them to do, but they don't do it. They can't, be, they can't blame, I didn't understand. This message of do what it says is the theme of the writing of James. Put into practice what you believe. Verse 25, But the one who looks into the perfect law, the law of liberty, and perseveres, being no hearer who forgets, but a doer who acts, he will be blessed in his doing. Now we're in the contrast here uh, of the person who not only listens, but does what it says. He puts it into practice, and it says he's going to be blessed in what he does. You remember last week we got together, we looked at the word blessed, and it means more than happy, although it's oftentimes translated happy, it means to live in the favor of God. Now, there is um, an ethical law that we as Christians have and need to put into action. It's given to us in the Ten Commandments and in the teachings of Jesus. You remember that Jesus didn't contradict the Ten Commandments. He summarized them into two commandments, love God and love your neighbor as yourself. If you keep these, you've kept the Ten Commandments and all of the other law as well. To love God is to obey God. To love your neighbor as yourself is described in the story of the Good Samaritan, where if somebody comes across our path and they're in need, we meet that need. And then he, he describes it with, uh, as being perfect law. And it's perfect for a number of reasons. It's perfect because it's from God, and God gives us things that are perfect. Every good and perfect gift is from above. And then secondly, it's also perfect in that there is no better law. After thousands and thousands of years of the best efforts of mankind, they've never produced a law better than God's, than God's law, the law of love. And then thirdly, the word here that is used describes perfection towards some given goal or some given purpose. And what it's saying is if a person obeys the law of Christ, 
He will fulfill the purpose for which God sent him into the world. He will become the person that he ought to be. He will make the contribution to the history of the world that he's called to make. He will be perfect in the sense that by obeying the law of God, he will fulfill his God-given destiny. We almost end today's broadcast right where we began as Pastor Leighton Sheely from Church of the Highlands talked about the theme of the book of James being put into practice what you believe. And in the process, God's purpose for your life begins to fall into place and become more clear. You're listening to a daily visit from Church of the Highlands featuring the teaching of Pastor Leighton Sheely. We call it study verse by verse. And one of the ways that you can grow in your understanding of what God's Word has to say about your role in the body of Christ is to get involved with the Highlands Institute. This is an opportunity to learn about a variety of topics dealing with the Bible, theology, and spiritual formation. These classes are offered for a couple of hours each week over a number of weeks, and you can find out more about them when you go to the website highlands.us. That's highlands.us. And please remember we're a nonprofit outreach and depend upon your prayers and, if possible, your financial support. I'm Mike Trout, hoping you have a great rest of your day and can join us tomorrow when we'll be back with another edition of Study Verse by Verse. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.